0: Welcome to A Won't Turn Off. My name is Britton Roselle, your host for the next approximate half hour of auditory content. Joining me today is the illustrious Logan, also a Weezer cover Lily, and Andrew, for some reason obsessed with Furbies now, Poll, My co-host through this rollicking new season rollout will unpack that Furby thing later. For those familiar with A Won't Turn Off, I want to thank you for sticking with us through all these years. And for new listeners, welcome to the conversation that you can find on literally every podcast platform now. Each month, It Won't Turn Off, we'll be looking at a different prompt. In this case, we're wrapping up January with a few quickfire episodes tackling the worst of 2018, the best of 2018, and predictions for the big threes 2019. So stay tuned for our remake series in February, which we sort of talked about for a second, but I'm going to go with it, in which we celebrate the art of remaking video games, games that we would remake if we had any type of development power at all. Which we don't. Which we don't. Or do we? (laughs) Armchair developers is what we're going to be playing. Um, So stay tuned for that. Uh, Let us know what games you want to see remade and why on any of our social media stuff.
1: You can find us everywhere. You can't avoid us now, except for
0: Instagram. We're, we're not. We're there. not on Instagram. But we can be if you request it. I mean, we, it. we are individually, but yeah, we're no individually on yeah. For this episode, we're taking a look at three different lowlights of 2018, from events to trends and specific games. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Right after this word from our sponsors. For you, the listeners of It Won't Turn Off podcast, Gamefly is offering a free 30-day trial to their new streaming program where users can stream games to their smart TV or other streaming media players free for 30 days. It's a great way to check out this new service. You can get all the new games for a fraction of the price of buying them, and if you do like it, you can buy them outright at the end of your trial. To get your free trial today, go to trygamefly.com/iwto. Again, that's trygamefly.com/iwto for your free 30-day trial. Today's show is also brought to you by lootcrate.com, save 10% on any new subscription at www.trylootcrate.com/iwto. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings. a Bon Appetit episode the one where Claire makes the like gourmet versions of different snack foods Okay. and there's a Pringles one that came out a few days ago Oh. and like the first process as always is trying to figure out what makes the stack food tick Mm -hmm. and in this case she hydrated the Pringle and then it became like this floppy like (laughs) disc I don't like the sound of that it was actually it was a really fun episode that would be the gummy
2: bear chips
1: but then did they turn the floppy disc into an actual pizza for the Pringles pizza ones no
0: Okay. No. They're actually, it doesn't seem like they're actually that hard to make, but you have to have a lot of equipment that they have in the Bon Appetit test kitchen, but we do not. So get. please go to our GoFundMe now to, to get the Won't test Turn Off kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Where we make food inspired by things I want to yeah.
2: eat. I don't even have a pot. Like, <laughs>
0: <Damn>. <laughs> Please go to our GoFundMe to get
2: Andrew, Andrew is a single a, pot. a single pot. I just want to make spaghetti.
0: Sketty. Anyway, so last week we talked about the best of 2018, Mm -hmm. um, which was a very positive episode full of positive things that we enjoyed. Welcome to the trash heap. Welcome to the burning abyss. Here we're (laughs) going to talk about all the things that we hated of 2018 in the video game world. And some of the things aren't. Yeah, 2018. There, there we go. There you go. Got a little catchphrase for it. Yeah. So to keep this consistent with the last episode, it's not going to be super long. It's just kind of going to be the the airing of the grievances, if you will. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yes. So without further ado, did you guys do anything? Was there any weak any things that are worth I've talking been, about? I've been
1: back into Star Wars Battlefront 2, which was one of Britain's positives of 2018. It was. Have you gotten yeah.
0: Dooku yet? I am working on it. I'm grinding for Dooku now. I'm at like 12,000 credits, so it's going to take me a hell of a long time. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm getting there. But my problem is,
0: I never got Obi-Wan. Oh, so, uh, no. Uh, For shame. So now
1: I'm at this weird place of, do I get beautiful boy Ewan McGregor, or uh-huh.
0: do I get Christopher Lee? I got Obi-Wan, and then with the 40,000 credits I was going to spend on Grievous, I got the Obi-Wan outfit with oh. the Clone Wars armor. Nice. <laughs> so. so you don't have Grievous. Double down. I do have Grievous. Right. So I think in that metric you should get Dooku. I guess so that we at least are able to talk about each of the That's characters true. on the podcast. <laughs> All right, then I'll, I should be able to get him like tonight. So yeah, if you really cool. like play it, it's not that hard to get yeah. enough credits to buy something. His cape is cool. Yeah,
1: he also apparently has like new outfits mm-hmm. too. Like one's a reference to the Clone Wars. Ooh, the Dark Wars.
0: Ritual yeah. outfit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Can we have it where he looks like he's they're not designed out yet. by the samurai Jack guy that would be cool Nicole. but i don't think that's how that game works it would be yeah, terrifying probably not. indeed i prepared myself for A the whole inevitable samurai
0: jack conversation
2: <laughs> well yeah, uh, i'm prepared now for kingdom hearts 3 okay i know all the lore i know all the statistics i know the order of events the phoenix yeah and yeah i'm very excited that's what that's what your weekend was yeah it was okay. finishing up kingdom hearts 2 gotcha and then realizing i didn't actually have dream drop distance to figure out what the heck happens in that because that like changes the entire story dream job distance
0: is kind of weird
2: So I just kind of like looked it up, and now I understand.
0: Yeah, that's the best way to do it I mean it's hundred and ninety seven hours of content if you speed through everything So if you were trying to get caught up to the series within a week, even though you had like 13 years to get on board
2: I didn't have a playstation. This, I'm
0: sure there's a YouTube video somewhere. There's like a whole like hundred and thirty part series Yeah, yeah for each game Depending. Um, But, no, yeah, it's been interesting seeing someone go through Kingdom Hearts for the first time. Predominantly because, like, I was, like, seven when Kingdom Hearts 1 was a thing. Are
2: you saying it's different for a seven-year-old to experience something than a 23-year-old?
0: I mean, I think it's, it's just my experience was so colored by the fact that I was, like, in first grade. And, like, this is hype. I really enjoy this. I'm not very good at it. But I like these characters. And I like the story. And Sora's cool. And the music's great. Compared to you going through the exact same thing just at age 23. (laughs) It's really interesting.
2: Well, like, I guess that speaks for Kingdom Hearts. It's still, like, it holds up to a degree. Yeah. Especially the second one. I really like that. Like, playing is fun.
0: The second one, like, is really easy. But... It's, I think, more enjoyable.
2: And it apparently it got easier in the re-release. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But I still had fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I'm really excited for 3. Um, I would be lying if I said that yesterday I didn't listen to the theme song. Well, both the intro and the outro theme songs, Face My Fears and... Chakai. Don't Think Twice. um, Like 80 times, maybe even 90. Like, I just had them on repeat all day, and I was living for it, and I'm very excited. And... Utada and Skrillex's song got to number one on like 18 different charts on iTunes. But yeah, so anyway, worst of 2018. Um, I'm going to start with the Diablo Immortal reveal. Oh, um, so mm-hmm. BlizzCon 2018 was an interesting one mired by lots of different predicaments. We're starting
2: with like fire and flames. Indeed.
0: Um, so in the weeks prior to BlizzCon, um, there was an announcement made that there wasn't going to be anything relating to Diablo 4, at the convention but they were going to show off at least some of the other projects that the team was working on that were related to Diablo so on the main stage after Warcraft 3 Warforged Edition um, they showed a pretty bomb ass trailer for a Diablo related piece of media however the last frame was pre-register for iOS and Android and then you could hear the hype, like um, like just, just like go away. Like it went so far away from that the convention center. Like everybody Somebody outside just got, like
1: got all that hype, and they're like, you know what? I'm the strongest. Super excited for the new Men in Black movie for no reason. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, like you could hear the booze on the live stream and that was just like the first sign that something terrible was about to happen that
1: somebody made a mistake
0: yeah so second day q and a does not go well um the now infamous red shirt diablo guy <laughs> says is this just an off season april fools joke and then everybody giggles and then the diablo representatives are like do you guys like not have phones which <laughs> is a really good response to that i yeah. feel like because if Okay, so Riker did a. Re- he's a YouTuber that does a lot of um, Blizzard-based content, primarily Diablo. He had this whole like hour and a half long emotional mm-hmm. journey recounting his experience at BlizzCon, and um, the biggest thing to me was like they chose to work on this game. They chose to partner with. A mobile game developer slash publisher in order to make a game that was specifically for mobile devices like this was the vision this was the idea it wasn't like this was going to be a diablo 4 but then Mm -hmm. they just threw it on the phones because of resources or whatever like this was started developed and to be marketed as a cellular experience and like I don't know about you, but mobile games have certainly come a long way since yeah, Facebook's true. Mafia Wars. Since um, uh, Farmville. Since Farmville, like it still exists. It
2: has a sequel, but go like on.
0: Like we've learned how to do more than Angry Bird, right? And <laughs> Flappy Jump, and
2: Flappy Jump.
0: Uh, Flappy Bird, Flappy Jumps, and Doodle Bird, and, <laughs> and all of and those Doodle other. Bird. Fun games, Jelly Truck, even um, fruit slicing, fruit slicing, fruit fruit cut man time, Adventure DX Plus. Um, <laughs> we there are games now available yeah. on mobile devices, and like this looks like a really good one. To be honest, like as far as graphics go, the controls look intuitive. All of the impressions from people that weren't like s- like looking for every hatred. Cell in their body to spew onto the blizzard reps Mm -hmm. had positive things to say about it so personally as a fan of the series as a fan of most blizzard games as a fan of as someone who plays mobile games like i'm not that upset about it but i think there is a way to go about expressing your disinterest with a product
2: without being a giant like, horrible human being and insulting yeah. someone's like vision like yeah. there's decor-
0: there's decorum i feel like decorum that a lot of people just don't have and i feel like that platform has been the platform like of the internet and blizzcon and all that has been allowed to kind of fester with that kind of like negative energy for a while and i hope for 2019 people start to look at things differently but like if you don't like a product we've said this so many fucking times if you many times if you don't like a product you don't have to get it yeah you do not have to partake in that individual product i don't like pubga i don't play it i don't like fortnite really that much i've like had a season pass. You don't have to buy something and or could, buy into something. I could
1: understand if their anger, if it was like, oh, we have a huge Diablo announcement or, like, we're this is going to be the final Diablo game. Yeah. And, and it was like, it's a pachinko game or a mobile game. Yeah, and, like, Th- that's then happened. Then you can be upset about it, but if it's just like, yeah, we're doing this, like, you can have Diablo on your phone, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, like, and, like, it's not... Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Oh J K, it's a pachinko machine. Like yeah. it's not that. Yeah. It's not the erotic action violence Castlevania pachinko machine. That's true. That had really good cutscenes for some reason. Like it's who? It's not that. It's this is being developed. There are other projects also being developed that yeah. we knew may or may not have been talked about at the event, but are in the works. We know that Diablo 4 had been rebooted at some point internally. We know that that's something that's being worked on. So, like, what the fuck? And then Mm -hmm. um, Jason Schreier, I believe, um, from Kotaku, wrote this huge long article because apparently there was a Diablo 4 announcement planned, but internally in blizzard they didn't want to show something off too early mm. which is something that the company has always generally been about both before and since being smart... acquired by activision and,
1: and i like that so much better than what some companies do like death trading uh, yeah and like yeah. N- nintendo specifically is awful at this there will be like there's a new Zelda game! And then it'll be like five years later, they're like, Hey, remember oh, that Zelda th- game? Th- this is the title of that Zelda game. And it'll be like three years after that, they're like, Oh yeah, there's actual gameplay now. It'll be out in two years. Like, Yeah, Square I- Enix also. Yeah, I- I'd rather... Kingdom Hearts. Anyway. I- I'd rather like, someone Fantasy. wait until it's something worth actually... Final Fantasy
2: VII
0: Remake. <laughs>
1: Brent's <laughs> is going to continue li- to label reasons them under <laughs> his breath. But
2: I, I'll but, get into that stuff later, too. But, yeah. like, some of that
1: stuff, and I understand sometimes it's not the company's fault. Like, sometimes, you know, there's a lot of debugging or something that they didn't expect sure. or, you know, whatever. But I think what Blizzard did with this is better than what some people do, and it's like, oh, I just we want to build hype for, yeah. like, years upon years.
0: And I certainly also, I understand being disappointed with this. Like, if you went into it expecting that there was going to be a mm-hmm. PC slash console announcement. But there wasn't. Like, move on, deal with it. They'll talk about it eventually. Like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, It's not
2: that deep. It's a video game that you can or don't have to get. I want to get it. It looks like fun. It looks like Diablo. I think Diablo works well on mobile, because it's already kind of like... It has a mobile feel to it. I think it would work out. My you thing, get to say things now. My thing's a bit more n- niche but actually, okay. in niche. a way, goes no off niche. of... Okay. What? It's nice and itchy. niche It goes off a bit on what we were just talking about. So, over my break, uh, I was having a rough day. I wanted something fun to happen. And it was the Jump Fest. They were announcing a bunch of stuff. There was t- whispers of a Dragon Ball Fighters announcement, a Jump Force, which is a whole other thing I don't want to get into right now. Um, but they w- said there was going to be a bunch of character reveals, this, that, just like fun stuff. And I'm like, oh, I want to see Dragon Ball Super get announced. I want to see Dragon Ball Fighters get more characters. I want to see Jump Force get Jotaro Kujo. <laughs> um Nothing happened. It was just a product showcase that in previous years it would announce things, but I guess this year it was just look at this look at this statue, look at how clean it is. And <laughs> there was a stream and this guy was just like everyone was so sad because they they were calling children up to play Jump Force with the producers instead of announcing a character. And the guys in the stream were just like, come on, Zoro, just end this, dude, man. Just finish this, man. And I apparently they said there was stuff to be announced at Jump Festa. It was non-English, so I didn't really know. It was a lot of, like, Twitter was posting. People were saying things were going to happen. Mm-hmm. My point is I'm tired of the announcements of announcements that we were just talking about. Yeah. I, like... Even recently, there was a stream about... It was this legendary stream that was going to announce the newest Dragon Ball video game and the new stuff for both the games. And the announcement was a localization of a game we already knew about. And, like, we will announce things in a week at an event about things that may or may not pertain to Dragon Ball. Yeah. And so I, I understand where the Diablo fan base is coming from. So Like, I don't want... I want to see... That Diablo is working on for, mm-hmm. but I guess in the day and age of the internet, it's hard to avoid the information. It's that... like when
0: you know that there is information of something, right? You want it,
2: yeah. And we we should get it, in
0: theory, but but at the same time, like with that, Japan has a different press cycle than like Western game developers yes. too. Like a lot of the things that are announced are at specific events just for that thing. And the idea was, I think, to preemptively link things that weren't related to fighters together so that the fighters things could be done at the
2: fighters event. And, that, I mean, I wasn't going to, like, redshirt the Bandai co producers. Like, like, okay, I'll just wait. I'm a human being. I, I'm probably going to live for another week, so, like, what's the deal? But I think being more involved in... Either I don't want to be involved with the development at all. I don't want to be told anything about it until, like a year or a couple months before the game's release, like Mortal Kombat 11's doing. Or I want to know what's happening the entire time. Mm. Yeah, that's like, fair. I can see that. I understand with Kingdom Hearts 3 and uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, at Tetsuya and Nomura said, like, they don't want to talk about Final Fantasy Seven. Until because, Kingdom Hearts is over. Until the Kingdom Hearts uh, train has finished its... uh. Train, four then. years from now. Yeah, well, no, just just <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three.
1: Oh, okay. so a lot of my gripes can all be summarized down to like one word, mm-hmm. and my first one, which I will explain, is just Fortnite. And what I mean by Fortnite. What do you mean by Fortnite, Logan? It, it, I mean, to some degree, this could be a criticism of the explosion of um, battle royales as a whole, <laughs> but but more so with Fortnite is just how much it has become. Integrated into, like, in 2018, you couldn't look frickin' anywhere without a kid flossing or doing the hype dance. Or, like, mm-hmm. like it was in ads. Like, there was a frickin', um, frickin' coffee creamer commercial, and there was a gingerbread man flossing. Yeah. Like, what wh- why? Like, that's, I think, what's annoying to me, is if you like Fortnite, fine, you have every right to. I think that's a common theme that we talk about on here is there's games that the three of us do not like and will not play. <laughs> But if you like it and you love it, that's cool. Like, you know, like you have the right to like what you want to like. Yeah. I think what annoyed me about Fortnite in 2018 was that saturation of it, it, it just being everywhere. Uh, even, um, was it Netflix recently said that Fortnite's a bigger threat to it than
0: HBO is? Yeah. I yeah. Think so.
1: Like, that's like to some degree, it's like.
0: Time for Fortnite story mode. What? Fortnite story mode. Yeah. On Netflix exclusive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, so I think that's what my annoyance was, is it just became everywhere. Like, you you had, like, thousands upon thousands of kids' dance classes probably learned, like, the hype dances and the Fortnite dances, and it was on so many commercials, and it was, I mean, especially the, I guess part of my first gripe could also just be the YouTube Rewind, because it sure. that whole thing was just basically a love letter to Fortnite,
2: Fortnite. and
0: Shane Dawson.
2: Yeah, like, every YouTube Rewind though is like something <laughs> that shouldn't have existed. Right. Like well. the last one had um, Michael Bolton, I think. Not Maybe. Michael Bolton.
1: They're all Some... in all have. I think when they first did it, it was kind of neat, but lately the YouTube
0: Rewinds have just become garbage. But I think it's fascinating, like just to 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 witness, I guess, because I can't think of a single thing that has permeated youth culture so rapidly. I think than like Pokemon.
1: Right. I think like you're right. I think initially Pokemon was a huge one, and then there was a the brief time in the sun where Minecraft kind of was. Yeah, like a I lot mean, of kids like they had it in schools and stuff too. Now it's like. It's almost become the, like, old person, like... Yelling at a cloud. (laughs) ...jargon type thing of being like, oh, you kid, you playing your Fortnite? Like, it almost has... It's like when your mom, like, you would get, like, an Xbox or you'd have a PlayStation and be like, oh, you playing Nintendo? Like, it's almost like you can just say to a small child now, oh, you playing Fortnite? And it's like, no, I'm playing an actual game.
2: But... I kind of like the whole Fortnite thing. So when kids were about minecraft i i loved minecraft um i don't play it anymore too much i've i've thought about it but i don't do it uh people liked minecraft it wasn't a joke people genuinely liked minecraft right i don't feel any okay, i don't feel minecraft. the love for fortnite the way in like a, a genuine way i feel like it's always mockingly and i find it very like and I feel charming like- in a way like kids will never be exposed to these like cultural dancers. And it sucks that they don't know where they're from, but they know the dances. Right. That's impressive to me. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, there is I mean, that's a whole other conversation is the amount of like appropriation happening because yes. of this video game. Um, things they steal from other things for. The dances and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Which is exceedingly problematic. But oh, yeah. like and they're getting sued more and more for it, which right. is Which is fun. But now that they have the endless money of the worldwide youth, it's like yeah. whatever. But slaps. It's just money. it's really weird. Like interesting, I guess not weird, just to see like it was nothing. Like PUBG had some fans, but yeah. if Fortnite just like and appears and wrecks Everything, and that's what I find so interesting
1: thing about it too is, a lot of times people forget Fortnite isn't the battle royale mode. It like it originally was a game. Yeah. <laughs> there was originally a freaking game there, and then they're like, "Oh, we'll put out this free mode," and then nobody even talks about what the game was. It'll save anymore. the world mode. Yeah, which was just it's fine.
2: Yeah, I like it. I but, feel like it's gonna it's gonna lose traction eventually. It doesn't make sense to me well, for it to last I feel as like long Battle as Royale, Pokemon has. I think to some
1: degree more and more, and not that it was perfect, but with having like the blackout mode be part of like Call of Duty and then um, Battlefront, um,
0: Battlefield, Battlefield.
1: Battlefield uh, which one was the latest one? The World War II one. Five. Five. Um, <coughs> having a I know that it was pushed back, but having a Battle Royale as part of that multiplayer experience, too, is I think more and more Battle Royales won't go away. But I think more and more people will understand it's just a game mode. It's not a game. It's a game mode. I think
0: it's just Fortnite was the first one to really capitalize on it because obviously it was free. Like it still is. Like you can mm. play that game without paying anything, and right. that's probably you know obviously a huge reason as to why it became so popular so quickly, is because like a lot of Netflix content. It's like oh look, this thing is on here now. Everybody has fucking Netflix. Yeah. Like it's fr- like people refer to Netflix things as oh you might as well watch it because it's free. Yeah. Because everybody knows someone who has Netflix if they don't have Netflix themselves. And then
2: everyone's gonna start talking about bandersnatch because they can watch it.
0: It got bandersnatched. So, but bandersnatched.
2: like <laughs> bird box.
0: <laughs> but. Yeah, the fact that Fortnite was free, easily accessible. It's not incredibly graphic, so kids can latch onto it, which is mm-hmm. a big important thing. It has cartoonish graphics. Yeah. And then if they do pay money, you can get the Save the World story mode, which is going to be available for everyone eventually anyway. Yeah. So it's like the way that they marketed it was honestly relatively great. Like they knew what they wanted to do with it and they accomplished that goal very quickly. Um so I mean that's cool. But yeah, I agree, like I'm at a point, I think, with it that I'm certainly tired of hearing about it. I haven't played it in a while. I kind of fell off with that like two or three seasons ago. But, you know, it's going to be popular forever because it's blending so many different like realms of entertainment like yeah it's you've had basketball players you've had musicians you've had a celebrity chefs you've had esport players like you have all of these people who otherwise probably wouldn't be interacting interacting right. on a global scale through streaming services so it's like we can be the old men yelling at a cloud as much as we want but like it's impossible to see the fact that this isn't something that's going to necessarily go away i think it's going to change probably in the right. future yeah but it's a model that has clearly worked, and I think, in a way, is necessary, because um, not everyone has the money to pay 60 dollars for oh, a yeah. release every other week. So, you know, here's the thing. You pay $25 every two months, and you get to play it as much as you fucking want, mm-hmm. and you get something out of it. So the model is, is relatively, I think, smart, whereas the game is kind of like, eh. Yeah. All right, Braden, back to you. Telltale exploded. Um, And speaking of Minecraft, Minecraft Story Mode Season 2 is still being finished, and The Walking Dead Season 3 is being finished by another studio. But in the process, all future projects were canceled, including Season 2 of The Wolf Among Us and any further games in the Batman series. Um, Some of Telltale Studios' games were delisted from Steam, assets were liquidated, and everyone that worked there has since been laid off.
2: That whole story is a little gross, in fact. Yeah. Because Netflix still has the things. They just didn't help Telltale at all. Yeah, well, they got what
0: they wanted out of it, which was Minecraft to be played, like, interactively on their platform.
2: And then they're just like, bye.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe these projects will be revitalized under different names or with other studios, like, that's still possible, but Telltale was, like, on the top of the fucking world for most of 2010 to now. Yeah. So, like... As you, as we said, like, last week, Telltale beat
1: Bethesda the year Skyrim came out for Game Studio.
2: Which is, which is which like, is yeah
1: that's insane and even at that point that was I think when really only the Walking Dead was like their main thing yeah. that they and had going. I don't know
2: if it was an accident that they had the Walking Dead, but like everyone was talking about the the Telltale series when that came yeah. out.
0: Mm-hmm. I also think it kind of suffered the same fate that. Uh, like music games did where it was just so much so yeah, fast and like I agree with, that. with Guitar Hero Activision saw the writing on the wall really quickly it was like this market is not going to exist in five years so let's make as many as we can right get all of the profit that we can and when it flops we will have been successful anyway right and I feel like that's kind of what ended up happening as they got promised more and more and more and more projects they all did well Every like every single Telltale game has done relatively well sales wise, Mm -hmm. so the fact that they have been operating on a deficit for so long is really interesting to me that nobody wanted to pick them up just for like to be a permanent like publisher.
1: I think they just I think they fell into the trap to some degree of. What can we do? I think so. I think they started with Walking Dead, then it was. Well,
0: I mean, as far as the ones that were popular, they had Jurassic Park, they had Back to the Future, they had Sam and Max before that. Yeah. yeah.
1: But you know, I like, and then after that, like once they got to Walking Dead, it was like, okay, well, can we get Game of Thrones? Yes, we can. Mm -hmm. Can we get Batman? Yes, we can. We can have. Can we get Minecraft? Yes, we can. Can we get
0: Guardians we, of
2: the Galaxy? Like
0: yeah, we like, have one engine that we need to stretch as long as humanly possible. Yeah. So what can we get to fix, like what can we affix to the, these
1: wireframes? Yeah, pretty much. And I think that's what the problem was: is the the saturation then just it kind of became, oh, how long until, you know, insert this popular franchise here is a telltale game? Is yeah. kind of how it became.
2: I didn't like Telltale. I still kind of, like, they're fine. I will sit and I will play them and I'll enjoy what I do. And I probably won't replay the game. But they announced before this all happened, like, literally felt like weeks beforehand that they were going to do an Evil Dead one. And I really liked the original mm. Evil Dead uh, 2 movie. uh, And, like, oh, shoot. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is so fun. And, like, I was like, they're going to revitalize this. It's going to be great. Bye.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely had some positive experiences, but mostly negative ones with their games. But we've, I mean, we've talked at length about them before on previous episodes of the podcast. But I loved Wolf Among Us a lot. That's what I was was going to say. Is
1: I think what when I think of Telltale, I think of some of the franchise ones that they've done. That makes me be like, no, they're not good, and I'm kind of glad they're gone. Mm -hmm. But I think the travesty is their original stuff like wolf among us i I think was just such an interesting
0: yeah story and it it, used the the backdrop of fables so well and like it was unique it was interesting it did something different than what they're Walking Dead series had done. And I think that's what their problem was, is I think they focused too much on let's make popular
1: franchise Telltale Game instead yeah. of let's make a Telltale Game Telltale Game. Yeah. Because Sam and Max was hugely popular too, mm-hmm. you know, and then that kind of was put way, way
0: on their back burner and never thought of again. Yeah. And then now you can't because it's gone forever. Yeah.
2: It's like the whole Marvelous Capcom thing where, like, everything yeah, that was was that from existence... That was shady. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. So, my thing. um, (laughs) So, imagine my surprise. Like, the Game Awards were interesting this year. Sonic Fox won the best eSport. Not the best, like, fighting game competitor. He got the best eSports competitor. Good. Like, I was like, wow, cool. And then Ninja got something. Like, oh. Ninja, if you don't already know is kind of a terrible person. He's pretty racist and not good. Don't support him if you if you want if you just don't do it. Um and the like gaming is a bit of a different thing cuz it doesn't have Hollywood. Like Hollywood makes movies they're trying to support one audience for the most part. At least how, that's how it feels sometimes. With games there's so many different like storylines, like The Last of Us had a, a lesbian kiss in it. I was like, cool. Um, Last of Us 2 trailer. Well, and the first one. And the, and the first, first one. I didn't play the, the first DLC. One. Um, and, like, it, it has, it can reach so many different audiences, so I don't know why that happened, um, other than, like, popularity, but some other things are popular, like, uh, Donald Trump. So, I don't, I don't know. I understand that people have their opinions, and sometimes it just doesn't happen that people that are bad get – bad things happen.
1: Well, I think some part of the problem with that is that with – especially the streaming community, it's – and we've kind of talked about this to some degree on here before that there's no regulation. Like, you know, Hollywood, you can't go out and make – you know, you couldn't make the original Birth of a Nation now, which is a very racist film. Oh, yes. You weren't aware. Oh, yes, yes, Um, yes. Uh, they did have the remake, which was not racist, but anyway, um, y- y- you couldn't do something like that today. I-, I mean, at least to some degree, major studios would be like, "This is a friggin' bombshell." But if Ninja comes out and does something, or I mean, as we've talked about with YouTube before, with like JonTron or you know PewDiePie to some degree and stuff like that, it's there's nobody regulating these people, and their fame only
0: depends on how many people are on their stream. Yeah. And when you have an audience that's so devoted to the content that one person is creating, then that content then will affect those who are consuming it frequently. Mm -hmm. So if you are someone who, you know, like had followed JonTron's things but like also – did like if if you exclusively follow drawn Tron's things, it was kind of like out of left field. Yeah, it was suddenly because
1: like... I thought he was hilarious. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's a huge sexist and a huge racist. OK, I'm done watching his thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like and I feel like with some people just because of how popular they are, no matter what happens, nothing like nothing mm-hmm. affects them. Like PewDiePie has had so many fucking chances. To be an okay human being, and he keeps (laughs) fucking it up regularly. So it's like attempted to apologize or quote unquote make it right again. Then it's like two weeks later, it's something something ridiculous. Like I don't know what the fuck like is wrong with the the system that monitors like with YouTube's algorithm or whatever the fuck. Like he's still going to be making money forever. He he will never not be someone that is known as the number one subscribed person in the video game world on YouTube. Yeah. That's always going to be a thing unless someone surpasses him, which at this point, who knows? Yeah. But there's if PewDiePie goes away, there's going to be someone just as bad to fill that spot. And Logan Paul. There's there's always something, <laughs> or Jake I guess. Paul. Either either Paul brother. And with Ninja, while he has less he has had less influence. time in the spotlight. He has still had his fair share of confusingly shitty situations. Yeah. For if his target demographic is people who like Fortnite, Fortnite's average player base is someone who is 13 years old. Right. That is a very, like, influenceable age. I don't think they realize the
1: responsibility that some of these creators have with the audience that they're influencing.
0: And I feel like by rewarding some of them, like, last Game Awards, when Boogie won, like, Best – gamer or something that like happens? that dude's fucking shitty but like let's celebrate him because he has some followers and lost a few pounds Which, like i think even of itself like to some degree like i, I get the gaming is different
1: in a, you know so many ways but i think maybe in and of itself the gaming awards needs to do away with those categories like what yeah what does it matter if you're like you're the number one twitch streamer like you kind of already are getting rewarded by Twitch on a daily basis for being that. Yeah.
2: Like well, I mean, but it, those are parts of gaming now. Like I, we I
1: get it, but I guess to some degree that's like giving at the Oscars like a best film critic award. Like <laughs> yeah, they're a part of they're a part of movies, but really they they had nothing to do with what the awards are about
0: other than like increasing or decreasing the popularity of any given game. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I just <laughs> Like, you can go for hours looking up, like, receipts and posts and articles about things that Ninja and PewDiePie have done, things about Dr. Disrespect, things about Boogie. Like, there have been all of these things targeting these straight white men, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't fucking matter because they have an army of, like, preteens just repeating their words and repeating their actions and thinking it's okay to be shitty on the internet.
2: Don't be shitty on the internet, guys. That's a good summary. That's our job.
1: (laughs) We'll be shitty for you, but not that kind of shit. Not that kind of shitty. Uh, We'll be cynical. That one. So to kind of, for the sake of time and literally this was my intention all along, my second part is literally two words. And if you guys need me to say more, I will say two more words. Well, more than two words. But uh, my second worst thing about 2018
0: uh, is young Sheldon. Word. And that's that's all I need to say. Yeah, no, I feel that. Um, We can just go through these faster without as much dialogue, I feel like, because we're at, like, 45 minutes, but...
2: Well, the other ones are a little less, uh, like, socially Uh, important. important.
0: Nintendo, like, for some reason cracked down on popular emulator sites containing downloadable ROMs of their games, which, while it makes sense, I guess, technically speaking... None of the sites are going to be able to fight back about that because Nintendo has an endless stream of cash, and it sucks because I feel like the preservation of digital content is very important, mm-hmm. and by getting rid of these archives, you're getting rid of potentially a piece of history for games that people either weren't able to experience in their country, right? Games that are really fucking expensive and hard to come by. Oh yeah, or you know things that just for the sake of Preservation should be widely available. Like, if there wasn't an emulator, I would have never played Chrono Trigger. Yeah, like, and it's so.
1: If you want to, if you still have an NES for some reason, and you want to buy an original copy of it, it's like it's like two hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Super Nintendo, but Super Nintendo. What did I say? Um, NES. The Virtual Console like doesn't exist on the Switch. It had some games on the Wii U. It might do something, but we don't know. There's no guarantee, and there's no reason for them to. Um, the NES and SNES Classics are super limited. The ones that you can get on the 3DS are mm-hmm. few and far between, technically, like, speaking. And,
1: and I could understand them shutting down the emulators. Uh, as you said, if the virtual console still existed, if that was still their thing of, please, get, you know, we we made these Buy games. them for $8. Yeah, you know, originally when they came out, they were probably, you know, 60 bucks maybe. Yeah. But, like, yeah, now throw five bucks at this game that we made thirty years ago. You yeah. know, like that I can understand. Like but, it's fine, I get it. But like But deleting them entirely without a way to play replace them yeah. is I
0: think where the issue lies yeah. here. Yeah. And like it just it kinda just feels like doing it for the sake of
2: just being Nintendo, still and being doing profitable,
0: that. Yeah. like just maintaining profits on these old ass Nintendo fucking games. Nintendo basically became
1: Taylor Swift this year, and so, said so if you're just not, a pay- moment, if you're
0: not paying me for my things, you don't
1: get you to don't get my stuff.
0: Yeah, so maybe it'll continue the Taylor Swift analogy and add them back to yeah, maybe the internet, <laughs> yeah. but maybe not.
2: I just want, I just want more things to do in games and fighting games that came out this year, like Soul Calibur. Uh, blaze blue cross tag battle and dragon ball fighters you can play the games and you can fight in the games and you can punch people and you can kick people and it's fun but that's it i want to do more things i want like i want a, a better story mode that's not just like a visual novel i want things i want things to do in these games yeah, Calibur story mode was not fun it's just like it's a visual novel i don't i don't want this Nether Netherrealm, despite what anyone may think about them, they make the best single-player content for fighting games. They do. I mean, their story modes are usually pretty dynamic. Their story modes are dynamic. They've the replayability by doing this gear stuff. I uh,
0: think we need to bring back um, the Mortal Kombat kart racing from Armageddon. Yes.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Please. Tekken 7 didn't have anything, but when they added the update. Oh, Tekken Ball. Tekken Ball. You can bowl in 6. the game now. Do things like that, guys. The developers, Harada, I know you're there. I know you're listening right now. Harada listens to our show. He might. I don't know. He's a cool guy. Um, Hi. Thank you. Put more Tekken Bull things in. And that's all I'm going to say about that one.
1: And kind of finishing the rush of of this ending, because we're getting close, is something that I've complained about literally I think that could be a subtitle to It won't turn off as Logan complains about Star Wars fans now being buttholes. No, that's valid. That it's valid, but that could be a subtitle. Um, kind of continuing with that in 2018, you know, Solo came out in 2018. I think 2018 was a big part of the "Let's remake Last Jedi" bullshit, which annoyed me. So I guess in and of itself, I think one of the worst things for me about 2018 was that continuing. 2018 was literally when Star Wars fans were like, let's push wonderful, nice, happy person Kelly Marie Tran off of Instagram because we're going to be super racist to her. Yeah. And we're Star Wars fans. That I did, did air quotes. You didn't see that. But let's be pissed because they didn't make Solo exactly how I wanted it, which I went into that movie wanting to hate it. And I liked it that a lot. It was fine. fine. Um So I think just before I—we could literally do an hour on this again because I'm very passionate about it. I think we have. We have done an hour on it. So go and listen to that. I'm sure some of my points are the same. But it's just—I think in and of itself in 2018, a big thing that disappointed me is Star Wars fans, which used to be just kind of a fun, nice community, now is one that I'm ashamed to be a part of.
2: If your emotions towards your favorite sci-fi movie not being what you wanted it to be or just not liking in general— If your emotions towards it are similar to wanting revenge for your dead loved ones, I don't think you need to rethink some things.
1: Well, in and of itself, and I'll say this and then I'm done on it, is one thing that I hope for 2019, which might be a good way to wrap that up, is stories don't have to be what you want, you expected them to be. You, You know, authors and script writers and everything like that. They wrote that story, and that's the story you get just because okay. it would be cooler if, in whatever episode nine is, you know, Luke comes back from the dead not as a force ghost but literally as a flesh boy and single handedly destroys the new order. Yeah, maybe that would be cool, but that's not the story they wanted to tell. So, just mm-hmm. you know, and it's okay to not like something. From a franchise you love. I it's love so, Star Wars. It's, it's okay, okay to not like
0: it. To not like The Last Jedi, but if your reasons are because it has empowered female characters, right. or that Finn has any place in the plot, or that Rey and Kylo didn't get together, like literally suck
2: my ass. Yeah. Suck it.
1: Yeah. That, I guess to step back on that a bit. If the reason you didn't like a movie or something this year was because you're a huge racist or a sexist, then mm-hmm. your opinion sucks and go die in a hole. But if it's just cuz it's not the story you wanted told, that's that's okay,
0: but that doesn't mean that what was in your head is necessarily as good as you think it is either. Anyway, quick-fire expectations for 2019. Um, I think Sony's going to have the PlayStation 5 announced for November 2020. I think Halo Infinite's going to come out March 2020. Nintendo's probably going to come out with a new Switch model this year. Animal Crossing's going to come out in the winter alongside it, maybe.
2: I want Sony to start talking about Final Fantasy. I want Spider-Verse to have Miles Morales give it to me. Um, I I really hope Persona 5 uh, R is not terrible still. Not that it was terrible. that much but it had problems and just make 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 it good uh microsoft please just like do something (laughs) like you 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 have the the power you have the licensings like you can't just write off of halo infinite it's not gonna work um nintendo you're doing okay other than like being terrible with like not video game stuff but uh i want a 3d kirby i want at Prime 4 to be good. I want Bayonetta 3 to be good. I, I think you guys are doing okay. Just don't, like, don't don't mess it up on the video game side. Stop deleting emulators, though. Um, that's about it.
1: Alright, my quick fires. Uh, Sony, I think, the Fantastic Four will be a Spider-Man DLC. Ah. Um, I think um, there will be, in a similar vein to this um, Spider-Man game, uh, there will be an Iron Man game announced at Sony's conference during E3 or whatever it's being called. Microsoft, there will not be Halo Infinite this year, even though they said there would be, and I think it will be Chief's final game. I don't think Chief's story will continue after Infinite. Makes sense. Um, Animal Crossing gameplay at whatever Nintendo's E3 thing is called, Um, but it won't launch until November. Yeah, that's what I Nintendo will bank on that kind of being their Smash Bros. this year. So that's going to be their biggest focus is Animal I'm
0: Crossing. I'm
2: really excited for Animal Crossing.
0: All right. Thanks for listening to it. we off. If you disagree with anything, please let us know on social media. Um, let us know what your expectations for 2019 are, your predictions for Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, or any other developer, anything. publisher, producer, etc. Tell et us
2: why we're wrong. Tell us why um, we're right.
0: Let us know february we're going to be talking about remakes so keep that in mind let us know on facebook or twitter for that as well because i do want to know what you think your best slash favorite remakes your least favorite remakes Mm -hmm. and what you would do with some games that could use a remake um kind of in celebration of warcraft 3 warforged edition um resident evil 2 coming out like literally tomorrow Mm -hmm. um stuff like that so Follow us on Twitter, at IWTO Podcast, or individually, which you can find from there, and Facebook, facebook.com backslash IWTO Podcast.
1: We're on Spotify now. If you're listening yes. to us on Spotify, that's cool. Hit Thank it. you. Hit yeah. us yeah. up. Give us a if you're listening
0: to us on anything, that's cool. I love Rate you. Rate us on iTunes, et cetera. Thank you so much for listening.